Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. And I'm going to be sharing with you how you can really create great rapport with your audience using the format of story, sharing your personal and real life experiences to create that bond with your listeners. In public speaking, people don't care unless they know that you care. So by that, I mean that people need to know that you care about them as a speaker, whether that's standing on a stage or whether that's in your written format, your audience need to know that you care. And one method that we can convey that message and really build a deep rapport with our audience is through the format of story. As part of the Unlimited Success Speaker System, there is a section all around story, which follows a simple four-step system. And I'm going to share this system with you now and give you real-life experiences of how you can utilize it within your delivery, irrespective of the format that you get your message across through public speaking. The key points to note in regards to your story are that it needs to be really memorable. It needs to be something that sticks in the minds of your audience. And one key way to do that is to actually let them in, to maybe be a little bit vulnerable, to share your journey and your process with them. And we use the phrase to um, emphasize this, if they can see it, they can be it. So when sharing your real life stories, the more visual you make them, the more you emphasize each of the points to really paint a picture, the better and deeper connection you will have with your audience. And the way we do this is through opening up and really sharing our results with people, really care for people and really be vulnerable. One of the best methods that you can do this is to be a similar person, but with a special process. So the special process will be the product or the service or the offering that you are making but you need to be really, really honest with people and share those results. The facts tell people exactly what you've done, explaining the systems and the processes that you've been through. And this comes back to the earn the honor section that we previously mentioned, whereby you do this with humility. So a similar person, but a special process. Sharing your results so that people understand why they should listen to you, but doing it in a humble way, whereby you don't come across as if you're bragging or you're boasting. And the absolute key in this story section is something that we focus on called you fixation or the you focus. And in that it means when we tell our story, something that's happened to us, a real life experience, we tend to do it in the format of I, I went to the shop, I listened to the podcast. It's all in the format of I. And that can create a disconnect or a discord with our listener or our audience if we're doing it in written format. One of the best methods we can use is using a you fixation. So each part of the story where we're mentioning I, we turn it into a you. And we actually have a little rule that we play by, a little request that we work to, which in the you to I fixation is that for every time you say the word I, you need to replace it or counteract it with four of the word you. And if you listen back to any of your speeches or you look at any of your emails or any of your content that you're getting out there, have a look at how often you use the word I and see if you can replace it with the word you. Do you see what I mean? Are you with me? These are the types of phrases that we can use. So in your story, we're trying to tell our real life experience, our story, convey our message to create that deep rapport and that deep connection, but using the you format. And for this, we use a method called then, now, how, action. So to repeat that, it's then, now, how, action. So we will start by telling people where we're at now. 
So maybe if I'm using the example of public speaking, I might say that right now I am a full-time speaker and trainer for progressive property and unlimited success. I'm also the host of the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. And that is my section for now. But what people need to understand is how I got to here. If if you're looking to set up your own podcast or be a public speaker and that's the product service or the message that I'm trying to convey, you need to understand that I haven't just jumped in at that level, how I got to that perspective. And this is where the then part starts. We start it now and then we move to the then part. So step one in that four-step system is then. And this is the pivot point or the catalyst for change or when you decided to make that step, that leap, that change. So if we use the example of myself and public speaking, I came to become a public speaker as a result of attending a property seminar. I initially came along to the property seminar with the viewpoint of getting my husband out of a job that he hated. The sole purpose for us coming along to the beginner's property secrets was to learn about property, how we could invest to get my husband out of a job that he hated. And over the course of that one day, I sat and listened to the speaker, the trainer for that day, Peter Jones, and was totally and utterly inspired by what he had to say and the method that he conveyed his messaging. So much so that at the end of the training day, as he went around the room asking each of us what our hopes were, what our aspirations were at the end of the training, I replied with, I want your job. And now I'm just a few years down the line and I'm doing exactly as Peter does. I get to deliver on stage trainings as a public speaker for a company that I'm really, really proud to support. And I'm now hosting a podcast just as Peter Jones did too. So if we focus on then, it's explaining and painting the picture. If you remember, we said it needs to be visual. It needs to be a journey. We need to be open and let people in. So I may explain that I was a full-time HR manager working long hours in a corporate environment doing various shifts, including evenings and weekends, and not really spending enough time with my two young children. I've got two lovely little boys, and my aim was always to spend more time with them. So then it would have been difficult for me to even contemplate investing in property and becoming a public speaker. However, and that's our then section. However, now I've actually been able to create a six-figure business in speaking and training, I'm now absolutely financially free, loving what I'm doing and being able to spend my time standing on a stage, delivering to other people, just as Peter Jones did for me, sharing, helping with other people to give them the inspiration and motivation for them to do exactly the same should they choose to. And I absolutely love what I do. That's the now. But what people want to know in step three of this system is how you got to those results. So for me, I got to those results because I realized I wanted to be a public speaker. As part of the Progressive Property VIP program, we covered a section called Train the Trainer where you could learn speaker skills. And from there, I advanced to the advanced trainings, the expert speaker revolution five-day training to learn how to be a professional public speaker. As a result of attending that course, of being certified as a trainer with unlimited success, I then moved through the Ascension plan process to become a shadow trainer, followed by an assistant trainer, up to the level I'm currently at of lead trainer with unlimited success and progressive property. Following a system that is so detailed but so systemized, 
along with the help, the guidance and the support of my mentors and trainers to now be doing exactly what I'm doing in public speaking. And that forms the how section. And then the action section. Because if you have people who are reading your emails, who are listening to your audios, who are watching your videos, who want to replicate your results, it's imperative that they know how they can do that. How can they reach those same results? And this is what we call the action section. And in this action section, it's identifying to your listeners how they can do it too. So in this section, I may say, the action that I implore each of you to take is if you want to be a professional public speaker, if you want to utilize public speaking skills within your everyday life and within your business, you need to ensure that you learn the right ways to do it. And my advice to anyone would be to follow in the footsteps I have and those of those who've walked before me by using the simple systems taught by unlimited success in terms of speaker training through a simple 28-step system, which is broken down step by step, bit by bit, for you to learn all of the processes, put them into practice and use public speaking to benefit you. And that's just an example of the story model. So we start at now, we move to then. What was the turning point, the low point, the pivot point in the example I used? It was that I was working full time, two young children, not enough time and wanted to get a message out there and wanted to learn how to train other people too. Then from the then section, we move to now. And in the now section, it's sharing your results, but with humility. People need to understand that you are a similar person with a special process. And then we have the how section which is the part step three where people need to understand what the system or the process is that has enabled you to reach the results that you've just shared. Finally, step four is the action section. People want to do exactly what you're doing. If they want to replicate your results, they want to mirror you, model you and walk in your footsteps, what action they need to take to be able to obtain that. And this forms the basis of your story. Then, now, how, action. So one of the things you may have noticed from that small example of the story section is that I tried to refrain from using the word I as much as possible and turn it into the format of you. So using particular phrases to turn my story into your terms. So I'm going to give you an example of some of the phrases that you can use to enable you to do this. If you remember just earlier, I mentioned to you that it's what we call the you to I script. So for every I you say, the idea is that we're trying to counterbalance that with four of the word you. So it may be that you use phrases such as, if you could see me, if you could. It may be that you use, I don't know if you can relate. Maybe you have experienced this too. And then you can use check-ins, especially in a live environment or on a web or a webinar environment where you can get interaction with your audience. You can ask questions such as, are you with me? Do you see what I mean? And these really help to turn it from your story into their story. The idea being by using the then, now, how action model, that we're creating that deep connection and that deep rapport with our audience members because they can visualize themselves in the same scenario. So it may be that your story doesn't actually relate to an exact incident within their life. So the more we paint the picture, the more we explain how it made us feel, 
the more likely it is to connect with people. So in that, we use something called VACAD, V-A-K-A-D. And this is an example of the type of people that we all are. And most of us will fall into one or two of these categories. And the V stands for visual. I personally am a very visual person. So if somebody paints a picture for me, if somebody explains to me in detail what things look like, I can physically place myself into that position. And maybe you can do that too. Maybe you're a visual person. So maybe you like to know and understand what the surroundings are like. So if I give you the example I used earlier on of my then, you may recall that in my then section, I was a HR manager working full time, no experience in property or public speaking, two young children, and wanted to create a life that was better for us all. So to make this more visual, I might paint a deeper picture and explain that when I was a HR manager, I'd done the role for 12 years. And at that point in time, when I first came along to Unlimited Success, my office was in the basement. No windows at all. One desk, three huge filing cabinets, and just enough space for me to walk from one end of the room to the other. The only form of light was the hideous strip lighting above my head. And on my desk was a phone, a computer, and one picture of my family. That makes the then much more visual. It means that you can, as I'm painting the story, painting the scenario, explaining the picture, that you should be able to see that scenario. You should be able to see the long, thin room with the three big filing cabinets, just a phone, just a computer on the desk. And down the stairs in a dark basement with no natural light, it really paints the picture. And this is in the first section of it being visual. The A of VACAD stands for auditory. So maybe you're the type of person who doesn't really need to see the picture being painted, but you want to know what it sounds like. You want to listen to the audio. So it may be that if I'm painting that same scenario of the then, I explain that in my office, down the stairs, the only thing you could ever hear were doors slamming nearby. The phone ringing, the solitary sound on your desk, or the click of the keypad as you typed into your computer in a room with nobody else. It may be that you don't want to be the visual person, but you're the auditory person and you need to know what things sounded like. And when you're turning this into the you fixation, it may be that you use phrases similar to, do you hear what I'm saying? Using the auditory language. Whereas in the visual section, you may use, do you see what I mean? The K of VACAD stands for kinesthetic. And kinesthetic or kinos are really people who really like to feel the situation. They're concerned about how it made you feel, how it's going to make them feel. So using again the example of my office in the basement as a HR manager, I might describe the situation slightly differently. And I might say, I don't know if you can imagine what it felt like to be in the basement down three flights of stairs away from everybody else. The furthest point of the building, knowing that if you wanted to interact with anybody, it had to be via the phone or you had to walk up three flights of stairs just to meet with people to speak to them on a day-to-day basis. I don't know if you can imagine how the excitement of the phone ringing and being able to speak to people because you've been sat on your own for so long. So it's the way it makes you feel. 
Now, it may be that you've never been in the situation where you've worked in a really dark, dingy office. But if I explain the feelings that I felt, you may be able to connect more with that. Because at some point in your life, you may have felt excited, as I've described, or feeling sad or upset or lonely. So this comes back to the phrase, I'll be a similar person with a special process. That's a V-A-K. The A-D stands for Auditory Digital. Now, these are people who are really detailed people. They might not necessarily care what the room looked like, but they want to know the detailed information. They want to know what the brand of the computer was that was sat on your desk. They want to know how long you have to spend in the office, what time it was when you started the day, what time you get to leave the office. They might want to know exactly how many steps down the flights of stairs you actually are before you meet other people. So the auditory digital people are much more detailed, much more detail driven people. And I'm guessing from the way that I'm speaking, you may be able to understand that I'm quite a visual person. I paint the picture. That's the part you can hear in my tone, in my voice. That's the part that really excites me. And if you want to really interact and build deep rapport with all of your audience, because you'll have people from all different walks of life, all different varieties of the VACAD system, visual, auditory, kinesthetic or auditory digital. If you paint your picture covering all different sections of that, Visual, do you see what I mean? Painting the picture so they can visually see it. Talk about what things sounded like. Do you hear what I'm saying? For the auditory section. Kinesthetic, telling people exactly how it made you feel. The excitement, the determination, the sadness, however it made you feel. And the auditory digital cover and explaining there was the Mac computer sat directly in front of me. And next to that was the Sony phone. And you explain all of the detail. You will then encompass all of your listeners. And I've given you the example of doing that in just the then section, but you can do that throughout your entire story. So you can use the story method either for one main story throughout the delivery of your speech, or you can loop together multiple stories throughout your delivery. So it may be that you're drawing up an email to go to your database. And to explain a point, you use the then now how action model a number of different times in the same email to get your message across. It may be that you're delivering a 20-minute section at a networking event. So in that section, rather than multiple individual stories, you have one main story that you will deliver around. And remember, in this section, we need to be focusing on the you fixation because the point of the story is to be sticky and memorable and to let them in. The then now how action model is to create the results and showcase that they can do it too. And usually we'll do this around a system. The phrase that we use in this section is to get the credit, give the credit. So for example, I may use the phrase that I really wish I was just a born speaker. That's what I'd always been doing as a a living. It's what I'd always been able to do. However, that's not the case. I had to learn how to be a speaker. I had to follow a system and it was the 28 step system devised by Unlimited Success, the same system that Rob Moore uses to this day when delivering his speeches. And we go back to the different types of speeches, the free, the paid keynote, the sales speech, the delivery speech. Irrespective of the format, Rob still uses the system, the 28-step system, throughout those speeches of delivery. So if we look at an example of the story model, ensuring that we share our results and our facts, but we do it in a you fixation. 
it can really, really connect with your audience. And I have an example of this when I was delivering a property training event, multiple streams of property income. And I delivered this for the first time in Glasgow. And throughout my delivery, I shared a little bit of a story in regards to what made me invest in property. So I'm going to share with you that same story. I was raised in a family where I was told, if you want something, you have to work really hard for it. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can relate to being told that you go to school and you work really hard. And then once you finish school, you'll either go on to further education or you'll get an apprenticeship or you'll get a job and you'll work really hard. And you'll continue to do that because when you retire is when you will really, really enjoy it. And that was the kind of environment that I was raised within. And many of you may be able to relate to that same kind of environment. If you want something, you work for it. And that's how my mum and dad had always raised us. I'm the youngest of six children. So it was a bit chaotic in my lifestyle. If you can imagine six children, two adults, there was never quite enough chairs in the living room for us to all sit on. But dad was out most of the time anyway. He was a plasterer. He was working really long hours. He'd be out before we got off for school in the morning. He'd work through the day, come home. So I was told to take his boots off as soon as he walked through the door, his plasterer's muddy boots, before he could go and sit down to meet his tea. And he worked really long hours and sometimes he'd go back out in the evenings to do additional jobs because there were six children to feed and, you know, plastering can be quite cyclical. So there's either lots of work or very little work. And I distinctly remember on a Thursday, Dad had come home with a brown envelope, little envelope which had his wages in, and he'd hand it over to Mum, and she'd dish out all of the money into different piles. This is for this bill, and that will cover that. And she'd give Dad his play money, if you like, his pocket money for him to take. And the family was raised in such a way that that was normal. You work really hard for what you want. And so when I went off to university, I got two part-time jobs. One working for a logistics company, taking in all of the parcels and dealing with the data entry, and two, in a call centre. And on this particular day, I was doing exactly what I'd always done. I'd finished work for the day and I was just about to go to the first of my two evening jobs when I got a message telling me I needed to come home. And it wasn't actually the first time I'd had a message telling me that I needed to come home. It was... Uh, there were a number of times that that had happened and it was because dad had been forced into retirement in his 60s as a result of having a stroke and I remember getting into a car outside of the logistics company and driving home I don't know if you've ever got to your destination in a car and you don't remember any part of that journey and as I drove into the close I seen the first response paramedic car in the corner And I ran up to the front door, wondering what was going to be wrong with dad. So you cannot imagine my relief when I saw my dad stood in the doorway. But it was only when I looked beyond him that I realised that mum was lying on the floor with a paramedic performing CPR. And she was already gone. I don't know if any of you have ever had something that's happened in your life that has just totally changed your outlook on everything and losing mum made me realize that working hard your entire life just as she had to get to a retirement was not the way it should be because she didn't actually get to retirement at the age of 64 before she reached retirement my mum passed away 
and that's a massive impact on me. And that's one of the reasons I am really, really thankful that my husband absolutely nagged me to come along to a property event at Progressive Property. Because if I'm really, really honest, I didn't want to come. I'd looked at other training companies, I'd realised that it wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't believe we could get started in property because we didn't have any money to invest. And I realised that now, with hindsight, I'm really, really glad that my husband dragged me along. Because by coming along to a progressive property event, I've been able to realise that actually anyone can invest in property if they do it in the right way. And being inspired by Peter Jones on that same day to realise that actually my passion was around public speaking and that if I built a property portfolio, it'd bring me passive income, meaning I could spend my time standing on a stage, delivering to other people and helping them through. Then I'm really, really grateful to both progressive property and unlimited success for having the systems in place to enable me to become a professional property investor and a professional public speaker. And more than that, to help other people to do the same. And I shared this story at Glasgow Multiple Streams of Property Income. And a lovely lady came up to me at the end to tell me that she'd lost her mum in a similar situation. And that even though she was in her early 20s and she was just looking to get involved in property, that seeing me deliver that section, seeing what we'd achieved in property in spite of what had happened, inspired her to know that she could do it too. So sharing your story using the then, now, how action formula can really help you connect with your audience because they may not have been in exactly the same situation. But maybe you can relate to the feelings that I'd felt. Maybe you can relate to the situation. Maybe you can relate to being thankful to someone for nagging at you for doing something. So it's about conveying your story, but in somebody else's terms to build rapport, build a connection and create the lasting outcome. Because the action section of that then now how action is that life is far too short and that you should create your own happiness, however that is. And I now know that that same lady went on to invest in property to build her own portfolio. And I'm sure she's still doing that now. So if you can impact one person by showing maybe a little bit of vulnerability of something that you're not very comfortable with, by not doing it in a position where you're trying to blow your own trumpet, but to actually care for other people, by sharing your top line results, by being quite specific in what you've achieved, not, you know, not being too vague with it, and by connecting with a you fixation. So in their mind, they can picture the situation and let them fill their own gaps in you can really, really create that rapport with your audience to ensure that you build the connection and build your own brand. So to summarise, the story is just one step of the seven-step system. And the reason we use story by sharing our own or maybe other people's stories, we can create that bond, that rapport, that connection with our audience what it enables us to do is to open up and share our own results with humility and also to create a bond with our audience so that they understand that they are a similar person and can follow the same systems and processes that you have to reach your desired outcome for them to be able to reach their desired outcome as well. So I'm going to recap what that is. It needs to be something that's memorable. Sharing part of your career, your life, your journey, ensuring that you Tell them something that is memorable. Let them in. Remember the phrase, if they can see it, they can be it. We do this 
by being open, by letting people in, maybe showing our vulnerabilities, but ultimately showing that we care for people. Remember, nobody cares unless they know that you care. We have to share our results. We have to give the facts, give information, following the processes and the systems, but doing this with humility. Remember the phrase again, be a similar person, but with a special process. And we do this using you fixation so that we put them into our story. It's your story, it's your speech, but it's their story too. And the format that we use for this is the then, now, how action model. So if you start at now, now I am a public speaker and I am the host of the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast in conjunction with Unlimited Success. But I wasn't always a public speaker. I had no experience in public speaking. I'd been a HR manager delivering trainings that I was forced to deliver for people who were forced to be there. But now I deliver trainings to people who volunteer to invest their time to come along to these training events to learn how to be a better public speaker. How I was able to do that was that I was enabled by learning the systems and the processes and the 28-step speaker system by continually practicing and putting it into practice to now be in a position following those simple systems to be the one delivering the trainings. So the action that I would say is if you want to be a public speaker, you need to learn how to do it and follow in the footsteps of other people. That's an example, a roundup of the then, now, how, action model. Then showing your turning point, your focus point, your low point or your catalyst for change. What made you make that change? Now, sharing your results, but sharing them with humility. How other people can achieve the same type of results just like you have. The how, the section everybody wants to know. What is the system? What is the process that enabled you to overcome your obstacles, to achieve your goals, whatever the product or services that you're offering or whatever the messages that you're trying to convey, they want to understand how you can do that. And the action being the action that they need to take to enable them to follow in your footsteps, to replicate those results. And when you put this then now how action model into play, You can really connect with your audience through your own stories and through conveying other people's stories too. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to further episodes for more content, more information around presenting, pitching and public speaking. I'm Tony Gargan. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.